Welcome to the episode. I'm Lunchy. I'm Pabs. I need a dollar, dollar, dollar is what I need. <laughs> or is it? Ladies and gentlemen, please take your seats. The show is about to begin. Welcome aboard. Welcome aboard. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome aboard. Hey, Pabs. LB, what is the haps, brother? <laughs> I'll tell you what is the haps. Yeah. I have a freshly minted mm. Chicago White Sox hat. Yes. Which is see. been the 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 highlight of of my THO experience thus far, amongst other things. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. This it's what it represents. Yeah. Okay. So before I get into that, yeah. I wanted we would like to make a special thank you yes. to a, a, a loyal listener. Yes. Slash guest of the guest show. Of well. the show yep, slash yep entrepreneur slash all-round creative genius sandy star viking thank you sandy thank you sandy you are a champ this is literally i guess so people have brought us things before Mm. as as um gestures of appreciation for the show and being on the show uh like you will see over my left shoulder um we um uh hayden Hated. Brought us some some liquor, right? Yep, and yep. he's perfect. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh, Chrissy, <laughs> right? Yeah, she brought us who, a book. Who, uh, more importantly than a book, mm. the promise of of my destiny is a psychic angel, <laughs> of whom you used to have a foot fetish for, by the way. Um, <laughs> so anybody who's been a listener will get that reference. Um, yeah, but Sandy mm. heard the plight of the pod. Yes. Yes. And realized that old Socky was old near Socky. and dear. Yeah. And went out of, like Sandy went out of the way. Yeah. And sent us our first bit of fan mail. Yeah. That's awesome. How good's that? That's awesome. So, okay. I feel like, yep, you, the props. Yeah, we, props, we should. Right? We should We're going to put a link into this episode where you can actually find some of the good work that Sandy's doing. Like yeah, some of it is, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. just. Like I said, creative genius. We're yeah. talking music and, and yep. webcasts and yes. all sorts of gear, uh, art, yep. right? Yep. Yep. So thank you so much, Sandy. Uh, I really appreciate it. We really appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. On with the show. Yeah, today we are talking about cryptocurrencies, oh, blockchain, dear. right? And it's interesting because this topic sounds dry, right? And it's not as juicy as our normal content. Uh, Uh, rest assured we are going to make this very interesting because blockchain itself is actually like if you look it's mind blowing I I think if people are honest with themselves right now exercise think to yourself what do I think about blockchain crypto and ethereum and all those other funny words why do I feel like this is um, unappealing to me and I tell you because I went through this it was my lack of understanding Right. I knew it was interesting because I knew a little bit about the way that they mined mm. the, the, the crypto, right. which made it like, oh, it's made it. I went from not understanding to having a vague understanding, like, oh, must be magic. Right? Yeah, right, <laughs> you know right. what I mean? So, and like, what, what you're talking about is like setting up a computer <laughs> yes. to work on your behalf. Yes, and right. make tangible money yes. for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it yeah. sounds crazy. Yeah, um, yeah. But we're going to take you the next step from this is black magic to, oh, this is real. Real, yeah, it's understandable, yes, and uh, it's been influenced by so many. Fa- there are so many other caveats to this, yes, that affect your life, yeah, 
Um, This could be the difference between you um, popping down the corner shop and grabbing you a uh, loaf of bread. Yes. um, Or or measuring your income not by by money (laughs) but by wheelbarrows. (laughs) (laughs) Money by weight. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. That's right. So lots of fun stuff happening. Yeah. I guess where do we start? Where yeah. do we start? Okay, so what what I really want to do here is set a premise for the rest of this conversation, which is to understand what what is the economy, what is money, right? So that we've got a little bit of background so we can understand where, um, you know, cryptocurrency is going to pick up the lead. That's right. We need to know it. where we've been to That's know right. where we're going. That's right. So economy, what's the economy? It's the overarching, um, you know, umbrella that, you know, allows our society to work. It's the, the sum of all transactions that occur on a moment-by-moment basis. And that goes on to dictate the value of a country? Yeah, that's an extension of, you know, the the fact that like, so, for example, you can work out a country's gross domestic product, the the number of transactions, the value of those transactions that occur, you can sum them all together and say, you know, the GDP of this country is X. Yes, yes. Uh, But, but economy at its core is just those transactions that occur within that economy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yep. 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 We've got an understanding of that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, to understand the economy and what drives and motivates an economy yes. and manipulates it, yep. you need to understand money. Yeah, money. And this money. is where it gets interesting. That's correct. So according to um, our most trusted of resources, um, <laughs> yes. uh, Wikipedia, um, money is any item or verifiable record that is generally accepted as payment for goods and services and repayment of debts such as taxes in particular country or socioeconomic context, in yes. particular in a country or socioeconomic context. The Point. main functions of money are distinguished as a medium of exchange, a unit of account, a store of value, and sometimes as a standard of deferred payment. Yes, yeah. store of value. A store very, of value. Very worthwhile noting yes. that this is something that has to be able to be accounted for and measured. Verifiable. That's Remember correct. that word, verify. Verify, yeah, yeah. So in, um, in 600 BC, the first ever coins were minted by King Aliates. Aliates? 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 Yeah, Aliates. Aliates. I like it. Yeah, yeah. Of Lydia. Um, Which is Western Turkey? Western Turkey, that's mm. right. So around that sort of Persian Empire sort of region where, you know, there was a, there was a center of Magic the world. Magic carpets. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but around 700 BC, the Chinese moved from coins to paper money, right? In fact, in so let's no 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 don't glaze over this. Right. What came before the paper money for the Chinese? Ah, so the Chinese, <laughs> um, yeah, around around actually five hundred BC. Like so, the, sorry, around um, six hundred. No, 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 earlier than six hundred BC, the Chinese had tokens. Yeah, they made their own money. They like made this, their own and money. And this is before recognised with the first legal tender was That's in correct, place. By because the, it know. was it was a form of exchange, but it wasn't sanctified by any king or anything like that. That's so right. It wasn't technically a currency. And this but, is genius, right? So what yeah. they would do, because yeah. the only thing that they really were in the business of trade, or the the majority of the populace were in the business of trading uh, tools and weapons. Yes. Um, and so what they decided to do was like. Like, okay, how can we put something of value that is uh, going to indicate, you know, 
um, what's to be traded. Oh, well, rather than a coin. Yeah. And coins did come. But at first, they made miniature replicas out of bronze. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And we'll I thought an that was here. genius, right? There's a little cutthroat razor there. Yep. There's, uh, we found a couple of images of some tools, um, a little sword. That's yeah. cool. Like, I would have wanted... Like, at what point, though, yeah. right, does it become impractical... Mm-hmm. Have you ever sat down on, on and had a, a, a coin sitting the wrong way up? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> right? No one wants to reach into their pocket and get stabbed. <laughs> your, your hand comes out and there's all these little fucking swords hanging out of your fingers. <laughs> and, like, uh, how do you then pass that on to the purse? Just give it a wipe? Yeah, like, like <laughs> so, sorry about the blood. <laughs> Oh, that that blood's not mine. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Uh, previous but like, <laughs> that's some cool currency. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So again, you know, so these are the coins that came later on. You can, we're just looking at some images here for our AOs only. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but um, uh, the um, King Elliot's coins are here. Now, right? this is the first uh, officially recognised currency officially in production, in circulation. Ordained, I guess you might and it's, say. And it's 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 for our AOs. This is a crude coin. This is a this. It's looks a blob. Like it's a disc of um, uh, Elsium. There was a name for it anyway. Yeah, so it's yeah, a mixture yeah. of natural occurring silver and gold. That's right. And it's it's just a crude disc that's had the the imprint of a lion stamped on it. And rather than like this is no double sided coin. One side's the 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 um in, the the uh, impression of the lion's head, yeah. and the opposite is just like the reverse where they've stamped it in. Yes. Um. So so quite crude, but yeah, cool nonetheless. Crude, but uh, effective, I guess. Right. Well, this is one of those moments in history that, I mean, this shapes where we've come from then. That that, that idea, right. someone's gone, I need a token to make sure that, I, you know, for yeah. verifying. Yeah. Our yeah. obsession with verification. Yeah. Uh, let us... You know, the, the, so the verification creation. is interesting because uh, in China, when they moved to the paper money... Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Resume. Um, so where the American bills say, in God we trust, the Chinese inscription at the time warned, those who are counterfeiting will be decapitated. <laughs> <laughs> Rather than a pledge of allegiance as, yeah. as of sorts, it's, yeah. it's a dire warning. <laughs> That's right. That's, <laughs> That's right. so cool. Oh. <laughs> so then we um, we move to, I guess, the value of the dollar, right? And specifically what I want to talk about and is... And this talks about economy and money at the same time, right? That's right. Because we need money to sustain a healthy economy, but we need an accountable amount of money to That's sustain right. a healthy and, economy. <laughs> and what inflation I'm not laughing is, at the misfortune is, of this, but it is yeah, hilarious. It, well, I guess so, maybe. <laughs> but inflation is the uh, systematic reduction of the buying power of yes. your dollar. Absolutely. So right. so put, put, I guess, in layman's, mm. we can't just create money. No. Why? We've got a printer. Yeah. So we can you can you can print money. You can print money into oblivion if you like, but the problem is that once it goes into circulation, once it goes into circulation, that money reduces the buying power of the rest of the money that's in the circulation that's already. That's right. Right? And every economy can absorb a certain amount of inflation, right? But 
Um, when it turns into hyperinflation, when it, turns it becomes into a problem. Hyperinflation is a very, <laughs> very big problem. Right. So the most notable example of hyperinflation was at the end of World War One. Germany. Germany, right? And so we we have a we have a very short video. It's a it's a fellow YouTuber um, that uh, um, has just produced a little bit of um, information on this. So hyperinflation cases in history happened in Germany in the 1920s. As the result of World War I, the German paper mark started to lose its value, and this process accelerated in the 1920s. So just just on that, the reason that, that they started, uh, you know, they started printing money was because of the um, Treaty of Versailles. That's right. So a very quick history lesson: World yep. War One ends, yep. the rest of the Allies um, impose penalties. Uh, well, um, not including America, they were against it, but okay. the rest of the Allied nations went nah. No, no, no. You owe us now because Britain's is a shambles, right? There's no buildings left. Pay for the repairs. Yeah, but pay for them not in German marks. No, we don't want you printing marks. No, 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 no. no, no, no. Pay for them in the solid currency of of whatever description. Any, any, basically any other country, right? So at the end of World War One, yep, one American dollar was worth four German marks. Now, as a result of the hard currency payback agreement, yes. The Germans still went ahead and printed marks so that the, the what they thought was going to happen was that it would save the country. Mm. We're just going to print heaps more marks. Yeah. Uh-uh. Not going to work. What happened, Pabs? All right, so we'll continue the video. 23, prices eventually ran out of control. The prices went up so much that people were forced to spend billions of marks for daily items and were dizzied by the billions. amount of zeros involved. As an example, a loaf of bread which cost 250 marks in January 1923 rose to 200,000 million marks in November of 1923. Sounds reasonable. Or a newspaper that was sold for one mark in May 1922 had a price tag of 70 million marks in November 1923. It was cheaper to use the back of a 1 million mark to write notes (laughs) as a notepad would cost billions of marks. Some so had to use these, wheelbarrow. These notes were only printed on one side. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Filled with cash to get a cup of coffee. At restaurants, customers had to negotiate the price of the food in advance, as there was a good chance that the price could change before the meal was served. Most restaurants did not print menus, as by the time the food would arrive, the price had already gone up. At some point, the situation got so bad that the prices were doubling almost every four days. There is evidence that it was cheaper to burn marks instead of wood or coal. (laughs) Wow. Some used marks instead of wallpaper to decorate their walls. (laughs) Children also used bundles of marks instead of toy bricks. Oh, wow. Workers also had to negotiate their wages almost on a daily basis. Some had to use a scale to count the weight of their money to get its value, as it was difficult to count all the bills. Workers were paid twice a day so they could spend the money quickly before it lost its value. Many collected their wages in suitcases. One person who left his suitcase unattended found that the thief had stolen the suitcase but not the money. After collecting their wages, workers would quickly rush to either buy daily goods or pass the money to their family so that they'd spend it before its value had gone down. 
I'm the German really government eventually managed to stabilize the situation by taking a number of initiatives, including cutting 12 zeros from the paper mark and replacing it with a new currency called Rettenmark. However, the economic pressure on the... Yeah. So, so here's the thing, right? Like, that, that explains hyperinflation in a nutshell for everybody. And, and can you imagine... Right, I'm just thinking. Yeah. Let's say that you were at the time of the end of in that time, like after World War One. Yeah. You were a stowaway from a very poor country. Yeah. And you turn up to Germany and you see to money find in the kids playing with <laughs> stacks of money. <laughs> and that was your only experience with the country. Like, yeah, that'd be insane. Far out! What a strange thing. Even like understanding that premise that mm -hmm. there is hyperinflation and that's what it does to an economy mm. like seeing it in practice yeah well and and i guess that's part of the problem no one from our generation has seen that has seen that yeah 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 you so know? coming to modern day right mm. um currently um so data from the uh, american the federal reserve bank of america right yeah shows that a broad, broad measure of stocks and dollars known as the M2 money supply. The M2 money supply is your liquidity, right? Yeah. The, the money that's in the market, in bank accounts, in your pocket, mm -hmm. all that is the M2 supply. Yes. Rose from $15.3 um, at the start of the year to $18.7 um, in, in by the end of the year. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Now, that represents an 18% increase in the money in circulation. In total. Okay? In total. Yeah. 3.38 trillion. Um, now, a narrower measure of the money is, uh, of, of the M2 supply is called the MO, M0, which is physical money and bank reserves at the Fed. And that rose from 3.4 trillion in January to 4.8 trillion in August, which is a 28% jump. Um, so the Americans are printing money. The Americans are printing. Everyone knows this, right? But what what people might not know is that the American government has already this year, and it's only early. It's only yes. still just coming into quarter two. Well, in twenty twenty, right? We'll we'll hold on. That was twenty twenty. Yes. Right. But this year alone, they've already printed around three trillion. Okay. Mm. And they are planning on printing nine trillion this year. Okay. Wow. So you know, um, this is. This is a recipe. If no, like any any imbecile can look at this and say and realize that. Don't you remember the Germans? <laughs> that's right. Like this is a recipe for disaster. Yes. Okay. Um, so this is what brings us full circle back into cryptocurrency. Yes. Okay. Yes. What is it? What's its uses? Yes. And why do we want to move to it, for example, rather than being at the beck and mercy of a regular um, financial fiat system? Oh, yeah, fiat system. Yeah. Absolutely. So I guess uh, you've got to... Uh, okay, what is cryptocurrency yeah. then, right? Okay. Because this is... All of this it can be difficult to get your mind around, so we've, we've um, summarized it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So... Uh, the cryptocurrency works around what's referred as what's referred to as a blockchain. Yes. Okay. A blockchain is um, a chain of blocks originally um, designed. So a blockchain at its core is yes. a uh, a chain of blocks that were originally designed for notation. Okay. Yes. So it's a digital block. Yeah. It lives in your computer. Yeah. And it's a checker. 
That's correct. It checks stuff off. What it does is it takes a sum of all of the information within that block and produces a hash code, which is calculated, right? That hash code is unique. If you change any piece of information within that block, it will change the hash code. Yes. Okay. Now, the block um, has within it the hash code of the previous block. Yes. And a new hash code. Yes. Right? And then the next block takes has the the previous block's hash code yes and all of the information within it and creates a new hash code that's right so it's okay. one big accountability tool that's correct it's a chain of blocks very very that's safe. why it's called a blockchain right it's a chain of blocks that <clears throat> are indelibly uneditably joined to each other yes okay so um system of security it's a system of security designed to not allow tampering yes okay which we don't have to explain would be invaluable yeah that's correct that's correct and and, and originally it was created so that they could keep a tab on financial records yes where each financial record had its own hash yes right yep um so the way that currency is created in within the cryptocurrency space mm. is by creating these blocks yeah that's right because they need to be created to come into existence yes. but somebody's got to do that work yeah this is where you get paid one of the ways that you get paid so mining blocks <laughs> yes what they the, the term is is called mining blocks mining mining cryptocurrency yes right? Your computer, you can get it to run an algorithm that tries to guess the code of the next block. Yes. Right? And it does this at tens of thousands of hashes per second. Yes. You know? And eventually, it's going to come up with a hash that is corresponding to the block that's there. Yes. Okay? And this, when it does? And when it does that block is sent to other nodes within the network other people other to people verify to verify yes yeah? once the block is verified it forms part of the blockchain and you are paid because for you've created a creating block. that block yeah yeah very straightforward really very straightforward that's the only way that you can create bitcoin yes okay um so the the new way so this is interesting right because um, from let's let's just bear in mind that that crypto mm. particularly bitcoin mm. was only created in 2009 yes a shorter 12 years ago yeah yeah right and if you can imagine it this way bitcoin is like cryptocurrency 1.0 yes right yes um, Ethereum, which is the second largest coin in circulation at the moment, is like Bitcoin is like cryptocurrency 2.0. I think there's a better way of explaining it. How? Like it's the it's like the iPhone one and the iPhone two. Well, I was going to say it's like the Aussie dollar versus yes. the US dollar. There's lots of different currencies in yeah. the world, right? Well, that, Each of them not, with their own economies. Not really, because no? there there are um, you know. Largely, they are the systems are interchangeable. Yes, you know, um, perhaps the the minutia within them is 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 different. Sure, but um, this the Ethereum network introduced a whole range of additional functionality into right. the network. Yes, including something that's called smart contracts. Yes, 
um, which we won't go into too much, right? But it still relies on the mining, the proof of work, what they call the proof of work to generate new blocks. Now this uses up terabytes, you know, giga, whatever, uh, watts of electricity, terawatts of electricity to produce the proof of work. Yes, correct. Because as you mentioned earlier, in order to get the work done, your computer needs to churn through lots of code. Now, obviously, the more computing power you have, the the, the quicker you're... Yeah, that's right. And the quicker you're going to turn that that into money, right? And so that, yes, people build huge server bay, like banks of servers so that... um, That are churning through electricity, like, you know... Lots and lots of electricity is used in the generation of Bitcoin. But we've gotten smarter. And Ethereum. The new system is called a proof-of-stake system. Proof-of-work. Proof-of-stake. The new new system is called proof-of-stake. So what happens is if you own some of the currency, you can stake your coins to the network. Yes. And depending on how many coins you've put into the network... You increase your chances increase of being selected. Selected to mint the next block. Yes. Right? And if you are the selected... Rich get richer. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, God. Well, you know, I don't have to talk to you about how much it might cost to create a whole bank of, yes, you know, uh, proof of work miners. Yeah. No, 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 that's right. right. This just so that, it's yeah. still the same deal, right? Um, if you have more money, you have a greater chance of being selected to mint the yes. next block. Yes, yep. Got it. It's another way of doing it. It's another way of doing well, it. Well, more efficient, actually. More much more efficient, you know, because once you're selected by the network, um, you can see the data within the block. You you generate the hash code for that block, and then that hash that block is then verified by the peers within the network. That's right. I turn off my computer because I'm like, damn it, Pab's got the contract. <laughs> right? Uh, and then you're rewarded for minting that block. That's right. And there's okay. lots of energy saved. There's way. a lot of energy saved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So this all seems fairly straightforward. Yeah, um, hopefully. Anyway, um, it's we but are in the weeds the, a lot this here. Is, this is the question I guess most people are then going to ask. Mm. Why? Yeah, yeah. Why? Because this is a big and scary concept. I, I can, I can, I can touch my notes. I can yes. touch my coins. Yep. You know, I can, I can, I can. It's a physical thing, and this yep. is digital. This isn't. You know, there's nothing for me to touch. But if you yeah. think about it, we're leading. We're heading towards a cashless society. Either way, you know, we're constantly being discouraged, not because of Corona. Hmm. But for before pre-corona, you know, there's an urge to get a cashless economy happening. This yep. is another cashless economy, essentially. Look, one of the interesting things about people who are the um, the stewards of money in this world, mm. right? So we're talking about billionaires, mm. okay? The first thing that they will tell you is that you can't see money, mm. okay? Money is a completely intangible substance. Correct. Okay. Um, the the people who um, use money to mm. get by in this world, mm. the 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 you know the regular folk, mm. they still see money as a physical attribute, yes. as a physical thing. Yep. You know, so when when they imagine ten thousand dollars in their bank account, they imagine ten thousand dollars worth of notes stacked on top of each other. Yes. Okay. And that's not the way that the people who really understand money think about money. Yes. Okay. Um, so um, 
but so real in tech in in that sense there is no real difference no but i mean already like i said because this is a difficult conversation to have i suppose like uh wrap your mind around i was really easily sold on this as being interesting when we start talking about creating an alternate economy yeah yeah, right? yeah. And, and we're talking about decentralization yeah and not a me, centralized bank like any opportunity to you know annoy a system <laughs> <laughs> right yeah, so it's it is decentralization. Yes. Right? It's decentralization which is no involvement by any third party who is not on the network with with relation to the creation and management of the funds yeah. within that network. Yeah. Okay. Cuz what do you think the banks think about crypto? Yeah, well look it's an interesting thing. Um, you know, what we're seeing now is a lot of Cuz uh, up until 2009, yeah. it was a monopoly. There wasn't another way. No, there wasn't another you way. You might, you know, like you and I personally may have another way, like yeah. bartering, you know. Yeah. I can yeah. come and yeah. paint my house and I'll make sure that I, you know, yeah. um, supply you with fresh tomatoes. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, it could be, uh, but it's a very small scale. Yeah. It do- it's not scalable. You That's know. right. That's right. That's why largely the, the sort of BBX... You yeah, know, it, didn't it, quite it, it didn't quite take off. They tried. Right? They tried to do it. They tried to, you know, create a bartering system, but didn't quite work. You know, yes. at the end of the day, the the figures still came back to a dollar amount of what your service is worth, and then that service you can trade for another. So there's no there's no difference. Really. Yes. So I, I don't know if we talked about it right. So when you when you mine for blocks, yes, you're you're rewarded with coins. Yes. Well. Cryptocurrency, right? And that cryptocurrency has been adopted to a point now where you can actually there are there are crypto ATMs and stuff, right? Like, Is there? Yeah, I didn't even know that. Yeah, so like, um, you can actually withdraw cash cash from a crypto ATM. Yes, that's right. Well, that's brilliant. I I actually didn't know that. I actually didn't know that. So and there so you go. like there there are places that also trade in in crypto. Okay. You know? Yeah, right. So, right. like, I was uh, watching a special on a restaurant and a coffee shop. There's a town or a city that's adopting, you know, yeah. the trade of it. So, it's becoming a thing. Like, yeah, this yeah, is, yeah. you can't reverse this now. Yeah, it's, it's no. The cut's out of the bag. Because it, it, it trades, right? The it's, interesting thing about cryptocurrency is that once a Bitcoin, once a, once a Bitcoin or any kind of uh, cryptocurrency is in existence, it can never be destroyed. Mm, okay? Mm. Um we're to, there's a lot of talk around quantum computing, right? Yes. In quantum computing, they believe may be able to crack the code of Bitcoin, for example, and destroy the whole system. Yes. However, um, the there is no rational reason to use it for that purpose. The, the 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 best thing to do if you had a working quantum computer would be to mine for inactive bitcoins. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Because you can go back through the ledger. All of the all of the bitcoins ever created are on a ledger. Yeah. Right. So you can go back through the ledger. You can look at bitcoins. Um, for example, Satoshi Nakamoto, the creator of Bitcoin, mm. the supposed creator of Bitcoin, uh, apparently has about a million bitcoins that have never been spent yeah right right so if there's going to be any kind of hack it would be mining for those bitcoins that haven't been 
use. Yeah, definitely. You know? And if, what that will eventually lead to is, um, you know, the increase in supply of the M2 supply of, of Bitcoin. So yeah. that, that's that's the, the, the supply of Bitcoin that's in circulation, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, it is interesting, and but the question is, you know, does uh, cryptocurrency uh, create a threat or pose a threat to mm. existing fiat currencies? It's a very ignorant, narrow-minded, I guess, approach to the idea mm. of an alternate currency or an alternate, um, you know, economy. Yeah. You know, because like why once again, like Potato Head, mm -hmm. there is room on the mantle. Yeah, 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 yeah. There well, is room on the mantle to create because you know the question is like if you take twenty percent of the transactions out of the existing economy, yes, then what that represents is a drop in GDP according to the government. Right, right. Because so at what point do we adopt crypto? Mm. as a measurable addition to mm. the economy. Well, this is an interesting point because I've just invested in Cardano. Yes. yes. Okay. Cardano, for my mind, is like cryptocurrency 3.0. Sure, 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 sure. Um, Cardano uses the proof of stake to, to create new, to mint new coins. Yes. And it also... Um, uh, is can, will be a platform. I say will be because um, you know the 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 functionality isn't baked into the system immediately right now. It will be a coin that you can use to transact with any other currency. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Now the other thing is that's interesting is that there's some African countries that are looking at Cardano to use it as their currency the sole currency sole currency well yeah i mean okay so if you think about that mm. right um you know this if, could be a way to alleviate developing nations oh, of financial God. woes right you know i'll I tell you what will immediately happen if cardano becomes the um the trading capital of of a country in africa mm. billions of dollars will pour into that country yeah you know because now you can trade with that country with the currency that you have in your account. You know? uh, at the risk of sounding ignorant, mm -hmm. I don't know if that's a great thing. Why? Well, have you ever asked a really young child with no concept of money what they'd do if they had a hundred dollars? <laughs> like. <laughs> Lunchy. <laughs> I'm just curious, like because it is like a largely a very poor country. Yeah, but and I, I hope there's a way that they can implement that. Um, see, I, I'll tell you what. What I'll tell you what it is, right? The reason that China became so powerful, yes, and is so powerful now, is because the cost of living in China was lower. Yes. Okay. Because the living of cost, the living cost in China was lower, it allowed. Um, uh, the country to manufacture things uh, with a very small profit percentage. Yes. And it was still enough for the people to live and be happy and prosper. Um, it, it could be the same thing in Africa. I hope so. Yeah. I think I, I, I almost expect it. 
will be I that hope way. so. I'd yeah. love to see the tables turn. <laughs> I really would. Right? Yeah. You yeah. think about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One of the most horribly neglected nations on earth. Yes. Suddenly have all the power. Suddenly have some power. Yeah, you but know? that's great. I yeah, love equality. Absolutely, absolutely. Because, you know, I mean, I, who knows what the currency of Africa is like or what other countries within Africa. Yeah. Right? The largest continent in the world. Yeah. Right? Who knows what the currency I don't even know what the currency there is, right? Is it? The Nero or something like that? I don't know. Yeah, Rupals are in Rupals are, no, Rupals are um, uh, Russian. Russian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, that's a good question. Let's move on. Okay. So, um, We've... Uh, Sandy Star Viking would know South Africa, right? Yeah. South African. So would Troy. Yeah, so would Troy. Yeah, yeah. he'd Also a guest in the pod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, very nice people. South Africans, we love South Africans. The one person that's watching on Twitch could contribute here. <laughs> 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 um, so... Uh, I guess so. What? What? Yeah. The question we've is, been talking about the the trend of currency. Yeah. Right. So yeah, since its inception mm. of of little swords. Yes. Yeah, transitioning tokens. to tokens, yep. coins. Yep. Then to paper money, notes. Then to crypto, yep. which is completely digital. Yeah. Where this is the question that really burns my brain is like, I can't see this as a full stop. Yeah. Right. And like, don't, don't give me any grief here. Right. Just follow <laughs> with me. Okay. Let's just argue for a second. Yeah. And I know you don't agree with this. Yes. That this isn't the end. And there's another version coming down the line. Right. Now, who knows how long? Like, crypto could last a, a millennia, right? Yeah. Um, longer. But there could there could be and there maybe should be something else. Yes. Right? What's the next thing? Because we've we've come all the way from because no one other than Steve Jobs understood that a full screen on your phone would be useful. Yes. Right. That's right. Um, no one other than Satoshi Nakamoto supposedly understood mm. that creating a digital currency would be the way forward. That's right. So once we have full adoption and we have absolute market saturation of digital currencies in the market. It's possible that someone could come up with a different system. That's right. Just like we went from leaves to toilet paper <laughs> to the three seashells in Demolition Man. <laughs> right? Where next? Where's right, next? Right. Okay. What do we use? Well, this is this is as close to a thought experiment, right? Because it is. Yeah. I guess um, you know, there, there's a possibility that you, we will tap into telepathic communication. Uh, right? Brains. Brains, yeah. And then a trade looks more like a swapping of... Say uh, it. Say ideas. it. Ideas. <laughs> <laughs> ching, ching. <laughs> right, because we talked about this yeah. in my world. <laughs> that I'm creating, where ideas and thoughts would be the new currency. Yeah. And the same problems exist, though. It still falls down when you follow that line of thinking, yeah. but we're getting closer, mm. right? Because, mm. um, like, in my, yeah, like, or, or we recognise that these systems so far need to evolve. It might not be thoughts. Yeah. 
so so I guess that you know if you can imagine uh, having a communication with someone, a telepathic communication with them, you would understand their motivations. Yeah. So like fears. we could use we could use. Um, Elon Musk's uh, Neuralink. Neuralink. Yeah, that could that right? could be like money stage three, right? That's that's right. And we 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 do deposit, deposit something of value from like, our brain, an how organic about, how about thought a good process. Memory, or yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can I share a good memory with you? That's right. That's right. Um, but is it? It's not a store of value, is it? But maybe we'll be beyond that at that time. Well, perhaps, perhaps we will be right. Perhaps we'll realize Or maybe there'll be memory um, banks, you know, like so then you can just relive that memory again and just go, ah, ah. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Yeah, like that's a, that, well, yeah, narrow mind. But see, then if if it's data, then it's replicatable, right? So you can't spend the money. No. You can only replicate it. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. That is interesting because I. I think that cryptocurrency is the apex property i think that there is no other property that will ever be created again with more intrinsic value than cryptocurrency yeah yeah maybe that's narrow-minded maybe i'm just it's only because we don't have the ability to forecast at this point like what you know what i mean because like for us right now we live in the technological age right yeah so like Technologically speaking, something that is digital yeah. is the peak of our existence right now. Yeah. Digital technology is where we're at. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of uh, integration moving forward as a species when we are and hit that point where we're an inter- interstellar mm-hmm. race. Yes. Like, because everything we've created up until now like you turn up to an you turn up to the Mos Eisley cantina yeah. with a bitcoin yeah like what are they doing like you know yeah. what i mean like yeah. they're using some sort of uh purchase system yes oh the possibilities <laughs> right my mind just went that way okay <laughs> bring it in um all right well so what we've we just do a quick recap, right? Yes. We worked out that the supply of money is creating an inflationary effect that is decreasing the buying power of your dollar. Yes. Because of the amount of money that's being printed. Okay. Yes. Um, the other thing to consider is the fact that um, cryptocurrency has a predestined, a predetermined. Um, creation uh, which is baked into the currency yes so therefore no external party unless there is consensus within the network can increase the rate at which those cryptocurrencies are created yes okay so you can plan ahead to understand how the inflation is going to affect the buying power of your dollar yes okay and it's very possible that if we are in a situation for a period of time where the fiat currency system, so the Australian dollar or the American dollar, is working alongside a cryptocurrency, 
that the cryptocurrency value relative to the dollar will continue to increase mm. and could increase exponentially. I mean, Bitcoin last year around March was worth 5000 Yes. Okay? Yes. Today, it's worth $56,000 at Bitcoin. Okay? That's crazy. So that's because of the limited supply and yep. also the inflation of the dollar. Yes. Um, and also because of adoption, you know, the more people buy the Bitcoin, the greater the um, impact internationally it will have. Yeah. So there's a, there's a number of things that are playing in there. But um, Cardano, okay, seriously, if you are thinking about investing in some kind of cryptocurrency. Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor at all. But I am... A shareholder. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's right. I'm a shareholder. Full, full transparency. Yeah, Absolutely. because I bought, you know, a couple of thousand Cardanos, which the, the Cardano coin is called ADA, A-D-A, yes. ADA, okay? Uh, bought a couple of thousand. And um, it's trading at the moment around $1.20, okay? Um, it's had a few spikes up to around $1.50. Yep. It's been as low as you know, around a dollar. Yeah. Right? Um, it's volatile. Right, because it's a fairly, it's a fairly new currency, a fairly new yes. cryptocurrency, but it is cryptocurrency 3.0. Yes, I'm convinced of that. Yes, I sincerely believe that Cardano will take the mantle as the second cryptocurrency. Yep, and the current price, just to put it into perspective, the current price of Ethereum mm. per coin is eighteen hundred dollars per coin. Yeah, right. Okay. All right. So. Get on it. Yes. Ride the bandwagon. Yes. It's still early. Yes. And stake your coins. Yeah. Mm. Well, why not? If you're curious, yeah. it's a pretty safe bet. Yeah. Buy a couple of coins. Yeah. Yeah. Why yeah. not? Okay. So we've deduced that this is inevitable mm. and we may as well profit from it. That's right. Okay. That's right. Welcome aboard. Welcome aboard. <laughs>